0: what's going on everybody welcome again to the opinion Brother podcast with your boy Devonte, and we are here on this beautiful beautiful easter sunday oh my gosh how is everybody doing what is going on what is the deal what is crack-a-lack and what is shake and bacon what is going on y'all listen i am in a great wonderful mood i just came from church okay and um when I tell you, shout out to the Revolution, shout out to my church home in Grand Rapids at the Revolution. When I tell you, Pastor Jerome Glenn and all of my Revolution family killed, killed today. It was amazing. um, Just amazing. And, you know, for the opinionated topic of the week, um, I had an already set topic for y'all, right? I already had something planned. But see, God works in... S- in just mysterious ways that now I have to really tell my testimony um, uh, for the opinion topic of the week. So we're going to leave the opinion topic of the week, as my testimony. And just as you know, we're going to go through uh, the first half of the show. So I want to just, first of all, I want to say thank you to all the guest hosts that um came. Uh, for the opinionated co-host month. For the month of March. I really did appreciate it. Um This is my first time actually doing this. And reaching out to those. Um, so shout out to Bright. Shout out to the freaking Flyers. Shout out to um Apologetic. My bad I got stuck. <laughs> shout out to Apologetic. um, All of you guys. I appreciate it. Y'all are supportive. Y'all are super super supportive of me. And I appreciate all of you guys. Um I appreciate all my listeners too. I shout out to all my listeners. I give y'all... I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I give y'all much credit. You know what I'm saying, and as as much love and respect that I am I supposed to. But then somebody can say like, no, I'll tell you always shout it out. But you know, what, no, I I I have to give that appreciation and and that that appreciation and that love to you because you are my listeners, you are my fan base, you are the ones who listen to me. Whether you agree with um, some of the opinions that I have or don't agree with them, you just listen to me, and I appreciate that and I love that. So I just thank you. Um, so let's get into the show, man. Uh, the first half of the show is gonna be really, really good. Um, we're gonna talk about uh, fabulous and how he just jumped into Chris Brown's body, and um, we're gonna talk about um, uh, Easter Sunday and how Easter, Your rent and April Fool's Day is today. You feel me? Um, we're gonna talk about this. Uh, if you know about the Parkland suspect, he is um, receiving fan mail. He is a uh he's a celebrity like he's he's really a celebrity um ricky smiley has no sense <laughs> okay he, he had an interview with um uh, was it dirty tony dirty, dirty tony and um i i want to play the interview back for y'all because it was so hilarious like it had me on the floor crying uh, <laughs> but um i also want to talk about um stefan clark um the daily news released a, a newspaper of how you know he he was shot of course um the rounds were fired 20 times and he was shot seven times well they say he was shot eight times seven times in the back and um you were shot in the back right and and I, and I, I I'm going to go more in depth into that in in the first half of the show and then I want to talk about um people who who? Can we stop talking about who the hell bit Beyonce face, please, please, please? Because honestly, Tiffany ain't gonna tell you, and obviously she got a non-disclosure agreement, so that ain't happening. All right, bit. Then I want to talk about these so quote unquote injuries now in the NBA. Okay, so now I'm not saying that everybody ain't injured. But it's a little weird how everybody, all these stars are now quote-unquote injured, right? I don't want to get into that. And, you know, as I have my MVP and um, BLC, I actually now have tailored shortened the BLC. The BOC is the uh, Biggest loser Certificate. You are now the Biggest Loser of the Week, right? And you take the biggest l of the week right and the biggest l award goes to black china and i will explain why there's only one picture that you need to see and i'll explain that and like i said for the second half uh the opinion topic of the week i'm going to give my testimony um because today is my one year anniversary of me um giving my life over to christ so i just want to give that testimony to you guys and just you know um just give just, you just just give y'all this joy that I have on my heart because I just haven't been just having this joy since like Thursday and I just want to give y'all that you know what I'm saying so let's get right into the show uh, let's 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 just let's talk about uh, who should we talk about first? let's talk about all these injuries in the NBA right so wait hold on let me let me let me get my let me get my reefer together hold on let me wait a minute, let me get my hold on y'all. y'all, y'all Trying to get a melody from here. Hallelujah. Rain down on me. Hey, rain down on me. Shout out to the A's South Show. That's one of my favorite podcasts, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, all these injuries in the NBA happening, right? So, you know, Steph is out. Kyrie is out. Um, Cam Durant was out, but he back. Uh, there's a lot of injuries that's happening in the NBA, and you know, my man Joel Embiid just literally got hit by Markel Fultz. I mean, he got hit in the head. Bam! Boy got bow. Like, I was like, damn, that's fucked up. Nah. However, there's a lot of injuries that's been going on in the NBA, and I don't look at Joel Embiid's injury like a normal. Like I'm about to categorize these other injuries. Um, uh, listen. Now, do y'all remember back? way back when about a year ago when we were complaining about how players were um not oh i'm sorry how players were basically taking rest days and we didn't like that as fans right i didn't mind it well no i i I complained about it can't even lie And we, 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 we sat here and we're like, oh, well, these players are taking rest. Why are they resting? Why is LeBron resting when he's playing this team or this team or this team? Why is he resting? Okay. So basically, y'all said they can't rest. All right, cool. Are we not looking at these injuries as rest days? Right? Because the way I look at it, all you got to do is literally tell listen i got quad injury i just want to rest though you feel me like i just want to rest i need rest you feel me because if you look at it most of the stars that's out kyrie steph um uh, clay all of them they'll be back during the playoffs right and as we're coming to the end of the season you know, most of the major teams who have these injuries are looking at the season like, well, you know, we made it damn near. We can we can rest for a minute, so I got an injury. You know, my ribs hurt. I got a bad cough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying they're not injured. That's what I'm not saying. What I'm saying is you haven't seen these athletes these individuals rest all year like like they did last year right take that into account so when you see these injuries just popping up everybody getting injured 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 and the only one that I've seen for who to get injured for real is Joel Embiid. I haven't seen anybody else get injured maybe just because I haven't you know been watching these games for for but I watch the highlights as much as I can and I watch the games as much as I can And, like I said, the only game that I have seen was somebody right now out of, like, the 15 to 12 players that's on that injury report list to get injured for real is Joel MB. Like, he got knocked in the head hard as fuck. Like, Markel folks got a head. And for Markel to sit there and keep going, bro, bro, he got a head on him. That's a hard, hard brain. Do you hear me? Like, that's a hard brain. Like, (laughs) that brain hard as hell. But, um, yeah, man, I, just, I, I feel like some of these players, not all of them, I feel like some of the players, some of the stars for real are, you know, just resting right now. They're like, you know, we're chilling. We're resting. You know, but we injured. You know what I'm saying? But, and to test my theory, I, I'm going to see how they play in the playoffs when they get to the playoffs because I, I, I guarantee you they'll be fresh, ready to go, healthy. Looking like they ain't they ain't injure a goddamn thing. I'm trying to tell y'all, bro. The 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 NBA is funny as hell. Like y'all don't want me to rest, so I'm gonna just put it on injury. Point you make you 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 you. If, if a door closes, you you go through the window. You bust that bitch open. You feel me? And they just busted another door open. You said, okay, well you close the door on resting. Okay, well now I'm about to flip the system. I got an injury. Rest. <laughs> It's, it's, it's hilarious you know what I'm saying Like, it's, it's just crazy to me you know that's, that's the conspiracy theory sometimes in me like I just be thinking that and some people and, and that's probably in some of the players' minds like bro I'm tired you feel me like I'm tired and these athletes get tired and I don't mind you resting right but don't do it and say you got an injury you know what I'm saying? Like, that puts a lot of pressure on the fans. Like, oh, you got an injury. Oh, shit. Now nah, I ain't probably going to see you till the. Oh, you coming back two weeks? You won't be in the first round of the playoffs. Oh! The fuck? You won't be in the first round. So, so, y'all win all four of y'all games. You coming back? I'm just here to not. So I won't get fined, y'all. That's it. Don't find me. I'm just here. I'm just here, bro. So, um, happy Easter to all of you. You feel me? Um, I hope everybody's rent got paid today. It's just so funny how April Fool's Day, um Easter or I'm sorry, not even Easter Resurrection Sunday, uh and the first of the month your rent is due on the day. That's just crazy. How now how did they plan this? Now how did God plan that? Well now, now that's a funny thing. If I tweeted out something I tweeted out something on uh last week and I said like hey, it's funny how April Fool's Day and Resurrection Sunday Easter is on the same day and you gotta pay your rent. Damn, I know everybody's taking extensions. Like, hey, I'll pay you on Monday. <laughs> you feel me? But um, yeah, I'm hoping everybody had a great Easter. You know what I'm saying? Um, I hope everybody get that good food. You know, uh, I know the memes are going berserk. Right now, I know the memes are going hella berserk. Like it is crazy. It is it is wild. So I just wanted to briefly talk about that. Just make a little jokey joke out of that. Um. So let's talk about the park. Uh. The Parkland suspect. Um. So if y'all don't know, you know the Parkland high school shooting. Uh, I talked about it a few weeks ago on my podcast, and uh, he is getting fan mail. The suspect Nicholas. I uh, forgot his last name, but his name is Nicholas. And he's getting fan mail. Read an article. Had to um, shout out to my plug. Read an article. And um, yeah, this man is getting fan mail. And when I mean fan mail, this man is literally getting, like, you know, pictures of women, of girls, literally sending him naked nudes. And oh my God. I'm so for with all you're doing and I love it. Thank you so much. Oh my god, you are just uh thank you. You're doing this for all of us. You know, just I'm old um excuse me. I'm exaggerating some of these quotes, but this is literally what it was. And here's my thing on that. If is the if it is girl sending him this for real, if if you girls are out there, if you are sending this man this, because I'm, I'm about to take it another place in a minute too, if you are sending him this, please stop. It makes you look dumb, right? It makes you look stupid. This makes you look like a fool. Like, you can sit here and tell me that you, as a woman... Or as a girl, or it doesn't matter. As a, as a as a woman, you are sending this male who is killing little innocent kids, man, uh, little boys, and little girls. Doesn't matter gender. Killed seventeen kids, and you have the audacity and the oblivious God to sit here and send him some some nudes because he, he probably did something or uh, uh, what 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 you think of is noble I think of it as downright psycho and crazy. Right? Not on his part. Well, yeah, on his part, of course, for shooting and everything. Because he just... Lord, please bless him. Um, but I find it really psycho on your part as the woman to send him these... Oh, my God. I just love you. And sending him some some nudes. Oh, my God. What is, our, what is America coming to at this point? Like, this is wild. So, but then I have another theory on this because y'all know I have some conspiracies. I wonder if it's somebody just sending him some letters, just bullshitting with him. I wonder because you know some people be doing that. You know how people prank call you just on some bullshit. I feel like somebody is really sending him some letters on some bullshit. But if he also getting pictures, it this this is this is this, this this conspiracy theory may just be out because it's ridiculous how it is. Utterly ridiculous how this is even playing out. Because if this was your brother as a woman, if this is your brother or your sister, would you continue would you send him the news? Would you continue to sit here and be also loving? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I need you in my life, type of thing? Is that how you gonna roll? Is that how you gonna play it? Bet because that shit is wild to me. That shit is wild to me. How dare you? Because if you was in that shoes, if you were in that space of your child or your brother or your sibling getting shot and killed by this man, I don't think you would send him no motherfucking news. But like I said, I'm just here so I won't get fired. Lord, you. Okay. Um, So let's talk about my man. Fabulous, bro. My man. Fabulous, man. Let's just have a moment of silence for my man. Fabulous. All right, moment taken. Um, my man Fabulous just woke up in Chris Brown body, bro, and I say that jokingly, but I say that seriously, well, uh, seriously as well. I'm sorry, because if y'all ever, you know, read about the Fabulous and Emily fiasco debacle that is happening, um, TMZ just dropped a video um, of Fabulous arguing with Emily, and if you don't know who Emily is, that is his. Baby mother slash girlfriend, whatever, fiance, baby mama, I don't know. Um, But she is the mother of his two kids. And literally, in the video, you see this man with something in his hand. I don't know if it's a sharp object. I don't know what it is. It's something in his hand, and he is pissed. Now, I don't know Fabulous. I don't know him personally, but I listen to his music. And just bases off his music, this man... Sounds so chill, right? He looks so chill. He looked like that uncle that you could just chill with, or that cousin, or that older cousin that you could just chill with, blow a blunt with, and everything was cool. You feel me? Like he won't tee up unless you give him a problem to tee up on. And I feel like in this situation, he got a problem. It was a problem that now um, he had to tee up on. Because literally, Boyd just went from being like one of the most probably popular hip-hop, hip, not even hip-hop, probably just mainstream black men in America, right? Like, a lot of people respect Fabulous. I respect Fabulous. I listen to his music. You feel me? Like, I respect the God of Fabulous. And then this happens, and then all damn near your credibility to the falls to the wayside because of some allegations right now there hasn't been a video that um, that has been put out of him striking her um but he got arrested for um aggravated assault and um uh saying a, a terroristic threat because he said in the video he told his um he told emily Day like i got a, i got a, I got a bullet for you bro. i was like oh oh and i don't I, listen I don't deny that. That's the thing. I don't deny it. That's scary. Because when you get somebody so chill to go to that moment, something had to happen. Something had to happen. Right? And they said Emily was recording him and all of that bull crap and everything. Like, why are you recording that situation, first of all, as the... It's just a lot going on. And I look on my Facebook status and everybody is like, oh my God, like why did Fabulous do this, do this? And I wanted to read more upon the story, right? I wanted to read more upon the story. And let me just say this before everybody come down my throat. I don't do domestic violence. I don't do that. If Fabulous does that, he a fuck-ass nigga. If, did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? If he did it. Because there's no video showing that. Well, she's running away from him. Bro, do you not know people... She's an actor. She's on Love and Hip Hop. Like, this is not... This is this is not for the faint of heart. Like, people do this to make your name look bad. Now, if, like I said, if he did it, he's a fuck nigga. However, if this is just some bullshit... Just to be some bullshit... Then this is dumb as fuck. Right? Fabulous, I feel... Like I said, I feel as though... You had to push... Both parties, both Emily and Fab, because I just feel I I just feel like he's too chill for him to tee up that much. You feel what I'm saying? He's just too chill to tee up that hard, and you literally had to push him. You had to do something. And what I think what we're not understanding is. Men have feelings too. We just, sometimes we don't know how to, just like women, don't know how to express those feelings in the, I guess, quote unquote, right way. Right? I didn't know what he had in his hand. I could not tell. I'm not justifying anything that he did. Like I said, and I'm going to keep saying because, you know, some of y'all like to skip over shit and not hear or listen. Um, If he did do that shit, if he did, that's some fuck nigga shit and I don't I don't condone it, you feel me Like, the bullet (laughs) The bullet, like he just went overboard with the bullet comment But I don't, I don't deny that he would actually go And do that shit because this nigga is a real He a real one, you feel me I I don't deny that There's only a few people in hip hop that I feel like Would do some shit that they will actually say You feel me, and Fabulous is one of them However, that is family drama That does not need to be anywhere in the tabloids do you hear me i watched a breakfast club interview with ray j and princess shout out to princess for having her baby to, uh and ray j for having a uh, they're about to have a kid shout out to them um but i remember him saying i remember him saying like brandy and their mom did not come to their baby shower and you know it was a whole blow up on social media and like ray j said Listen, you cannot get into these family squabbles, right? They're just like everybody. You have to under- Do we not understand that like, these families that are fighting in our faces are the fam- are the same families that we have at home? Like, do we do do some of our families not get into arguments to that point? Let's not let's not play like they don't, right? It may not be all, but it's some. And let's not play like it does not happen. Like it does not escalate to some of their points. Like we acting like this is oh my god, yes. It happens. This is just in the public eye he's a celebrity. You feel me? He is somebody who has a, a great brand, a great name. And because of that, his, his family drama, his drama period is going to be more exploited. Good word. Exploited more than... My family drama would Because my name, my brand Is not out there like Fabulous's brand It's not grown yet as much as Fabulous's brand, it's going to get there But it's not there yet, so yes My drama will not be in there as much as Fabulous is, but he literally has Some of the same drama that all of us go through And we want to see here and act like this is crazy Do you know how many domestic violence Like, come on dog. like yes he woke up He definitely woke up in Chris Brown body like, he tweeted that. I, I woke up at Chris Brown. Yeah, you did. You did. And I'm going to talk to you fellas for a minute. If you did do that, you just a fuck nigga for that shit. You're not supposed to put your hand on a no goddamn woman. You you know better than that, bro. You feel me? You should know better than that. You don't put your hands on a no woman in, in any situation. You walk the fuck away. However, if this is some bullshit on the part of Emily, oh, this is bullshit. you you a fucking nigga in that sense, right? If, if this is, you just trying to. Get him, like you know, in the tabloids, and his name just crushed. You trying to sabotage him? You a fuck nigga. So if 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 any one of those situations are happening, one of y'all the fuck nigga. But any any in in this situation, we need to leave that family drama alone. We need to stop that. You feel me? You got me talking about it, and I don't even want to. You feel? But I just I feel like that had to be said. Like you need to stop. We we have to stop. Right, the media has to stop trying to be in everybody's business. But how do you make money without being in my business? How I'm just here so I will not get fine. All okay. right, so I'm gonna play this this video, y'all. I'm gonna play, play this interview, right? And <laughs> it's this interview with Ricky Smiley and uh, Dirty Tony. Oh, I'm sorry, Dirty Tony, Black Tony. Sorry, Black Tony. Shout out to Black Tony. And I, just, I don't want y'all to listen to this interview. Y'all ready? Okay. It fit a, fit a load. Hold on, y'all. Sorry. All
1: right, Rick Smiley Morning Show. Hey, Black Tony. Hey, Carl. Cool. I know you driving to work this morning. But Hey, Shabby. Hey, yeah. Man, Shabby, look. Where you at? But, Where you... Man, Shabby, I had to stop. I had to go by the horse, the, the little store. $4.00 car, one. Yeah. I had one I had one I had one I had one over there yesterday that I was cleaning my little truck. You know what I'm saying? I got that new you know about that bought me a new rain Rover, but that was, Oh, wait a minute, hold on, stop right there, y'all. Black Tonic that came up on that Range Rover, baby. <laughs> come on, y'all, y'all come on, crack don't no hate, man. Y'all get up on my boy but, got him a range rubber, does it, Rover. it come it to work, work. What? Now <laughs> there ain't no brand new one, you know what I'm saying? It ain't You got a 97 set Range Rover, that's a square one, isn't it? Yo, yo, but I don't I don't pay for like a hundred something a month. Are you rolling the window up manually or is it auto? Huh? Hey, look, Shawty. Yeah. So I had to go about. I gotta go about a car wash place. Shawty, I was cleaning my truck out. Shawty, I was vacuuming it out. Man, I done fucked up my earrings in the vacuum, shout Shawty. <laughs> My 2 ear uh, a- were down in a little ashtray thing, I done saw it. them up in the vacuum. Shawty. I, I got to wait for them to get here, they going to open that thing up, but I'm going to get my ear out there, vacuum clean it up. Yeah, hey, but look, right. all Yeah. Man, shawty, you know I had got that thing, but you know that thing purple, right? I had got my thing. You got got a, got hold a, a, on, Black, black color. Color. just stop right there for a minute. You got you got a purple range, Rover, dog? Yeah, oh, all that thing, boy, that thing. But that thing here too, but that thing. Purple, what the thing boy. sitting on? What the thing sitting on? Woo, but that thing sitting on them 20 cents, but <laughs> the 20 cents, they go. And I got that gold, I got them gold no handle on there, them gold grill, but that yeah. thing yeah. killing, boy. So I'm at the car while yesterday, Shot them blast a little old school, Shot that little Tommy Dog. Come on, boy. Yeah. You ever heard that song, boy? That, uh, yeah, uh, that thing be a uh, hard, boy. Yeah, George Clinton. Man, all he do, ride past me, man. They? they were like they were like being they they being their arm and being their hand and daughter, they're talking about roo, roo, roo. Oh wait, a minute, hold on. So so, so so probably there was some bros passing you throwing up the hooks. They thinking that you were cute because your your Range Rover is purple with some gold rims on it. <laughs> yeah, I had I had on my purple I had on my purple drunk, my my purple Walmart suit with my gold phone, sir. Right, <laughs> what, what happened? I was killing them, sir, that man. Oh no, don't no die, but and then I sat over my head just like this. Oh, No, that's a, that's a college thing. That's an <laughs> organization, dog. That's Omega Psi Phi fraternity incorporated. You ain't no Q, dog. You got to get you're me one. Of, you got to get me No, one no, <laughs> bro, bro, you can't. No, 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 You can't. We just can't wear that, okay? Why you hate, Shawty? You don't want me to be friends like that. Shawty, I want to rock that thing, boy. Mad my trust, Shawty. No, nah, and stop when they throw the hooks up, man. Just just wave your hand at them like, no, I'm not a bruh. cause you don't, don't I mean, want to get you jumped.
0: Man, should should be a of, oh I'm here. Oh my god. Be part of that, man, oh.
1: Man, I'm trying to save your life, Black Tony, man. man You're fine. not a cute. Man, I'm finna get my earrings out there back on the and then be to be I'll be at work. I'll be i tell you what. i tell you what. Hey, y'all, I'm about to. AQs hey, I'm about to put Black Tony on purple alert. <laughs> <laughs> be like, I'll be
0: around 11 o'clock. I'll wind down there until <laughs> Oh my god, y'all. When I heard that interview, dog, it kill my spirit. Like oh my god, it was the funniest interview I have ever heard on the Ricky Smiley morning show. So shout out to Ricky Smiley and Black Tony dog no, Black Tony, you can't do that, Black Tony. You can't do it. Like Tony, you can't be doing that bro. He said
1: he's in, he's he said a roof, roof
0: I can't, like, he said, I'll start throwing my hands up too <laughs> Black Tony, you can't do that And for all those who have the Black Tony mentality, don't do that, okay For all those women and men out there, you cannot No, you cannot, no, you cannot So I just wanted to play that interview and just now y'all listen to that Get y'all a little laugh because that is, that was a funny interview Like I said, Black Tony Lord have mercy, don't do that no more. Okay, um, so let's briefly talk about Stephon Clark. Uh, I talked about him last week um, on my podcast <clears throat> for the opinion and topic of the week. And got some new updates in the Daily News. Uh, just put out a article in a newspaper about Stefan Clark. And it's just about, you know, being black. And uh, they actually we actually talked about this last week about you know not being safe in your own house as a black man and um they talked about that and the headline was you know basically said eight shots seven to the back and he had a hood on and um they just made reference to how being black with basically a black hood makes you a target and um it 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 just it it like I said last week, I fear for myself a lot. You know what I'm saying, especially being in the space where I'm at. And I'm not talking about you know, I'm talking about environmentally. And um, I, I fear myself as a black man, right? And and people fear me as a black man. And I, I'm sorry, I, I, I fear my I fear my safety. There we go, not myself, and my safety as a black man, right? And people see me and, and are, you know, taken back or afraid as just me being black or just me being my skin color, me being as exuberant and as, um, just as open and as transparent as, in my personality as I am, you know, they're taken back by that because, um, it's different. It's not the stereotypical black man but i also carry my black culture with me you know what i'm saying mannerisms how i talk how i walk how i dress um that's just my culture you know what i'm saying and and white people are still taken back by that and the crazy thing is is i don't fear them no no i'm sorry i do fear them i fear you probably more than you fear me because like i said last week we are on the up and come. We're the. We are on the up and up of becoming the my ma- the majority in a minute. Like we-, we don't know that. Like we're really on the up and up of becoming the m- majority, and whites are scared of that. My- Literally, su- white supremacy is scared of that. And it it it. When I continue to hear that my black men are continuously getting gunned down. Um, it, it kills my spirit, right? Just as a black man. um, Because I'm literally waking up every day thanking God for another day. Because somebody did not make it. Stephon Clark did not make it. He did not make He's in his house. I'm not safe in my house? What? That's crazy to me. So... I'm saying that as we speak, you can continuously say all lives matter. You can continuously say that every life matters. March for your life. You are absolutely correct. However, black lives need to matter. They need to matter. It's not, it's not, it's not a matter now. They need to matter, period. It, 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 it's it's nothing now, right? Because these peaceful protests are going to become more and more erratic over the next coming years. I'm trying to let you know. I just seen a video of Fannie Mae. Um. Oh damn! Damn, I forgot her last name. She, but she, you oh, Lord. Uh, she was damn near uh organizer, com- community leader. Uh, f- uh, I'm trying to let, let me. I want I want to make sure I get her name right. Uh, Fanny... Oh no, Laura, I probably said her name wrong. <laughs> All right, y'all don't kill me, but y'all know what I'm talking about. goddammit. it! Like she was just talking about how. We are the, and, and I agree with this wholeheartedly. We are the ones that have built this country. My ancestors built this country. I'm not in my apartment that I'm at today because the ancestors, my ancestors built this. They built this land. They built these roads. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Yes. So, yes, I am afraid. Yes, it scares me. Yes. It, it it, haunts my mind every day that you are afraid of me but I'm probably more afraid of you so that's just something I want everyone to think about my culture the culture of the United States around the world I want people to understand that it's getting real out here and we need to not only stick together right because everybody's trying to stick together, but we're not trying to invoke change around our communities, period. Not just the black communities. We have to focus on the black communities first, but then we have to integrate. Because integration, integration, whether we like it or not, is going to save us. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yes, let's get our black communities together first. Let's integrate our black communities first, right? Because that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode. Let's integrate our communities first as a black culture. And then let's integrate all of us. Because we need that to survive. It's too many of us getting killed. And as a black man, it's too many of my men getting killed. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'll I'll save the black man topic for a whole nother episode. Um, So, let's... (laughs) Let's just briefly talk about who the hell bit Beyonce face. Um, so everybody talking about who bit Beyonce face, and everybody saying Tiffany got Tiffany Haddish got the answer. I'm gonna just briefly say this. Honestly, I really don't think anybody bit her face. I just think this is something just to say something. Um, if they really bit her face, that's wild as fuck. But I really don't think anybody beat her face. And everybody's saying my baby Sanaa Lathan be her face. And even if she did, I think that would have been sexy as fuck. Like, don't, don't come for my my queen. Don't come for my wife like that. You feel me? Like, boy, don't. Uh-uh. Talking about Sanaa, why you do that? Why you all buy? Why, why you, you biting me face? Beehive coming for her ass. Like, uh-uh. Beehive back the fuck up before I spray y'all with some shit. You better back up, bro. She ain't buying nothing. And Tiffany, go sit down with your crazy ass. Talk about, I know. But I got a non-disclosure, not to tell. Go sit down. All right. Ain't nobody buying the damn woman's face. Shout out to B&J. Um, oh, and them damn concert tickets. Yeah, that was a little pricey, bro. Just saying. Um, so. <sighs> the biggest L of the week. Right? So, you know, my MVP of the week last week was Jess Hilarious. Shout out to Jess. And, um. I haven't given out a biggest, a biggest, who took the biggest L of the week yet, you know, in a minute. And, um, the biggest L of the week, um, this week is going to be Black China. Um, uh, Han, huh, you, 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 you've been, you, you've been really taking some L's lately. Um, first you get a a seven, a, a six year old boy as your boyfriend. Um, and then, uh, you know, you posted a picture with this yellow highlighter bathing suit on, and your ass and your vagina was down there eating the whole damn suit. And when I tell you, you looks just it. it Okay, yep, I'm going to leave it there, and uh, we're going to take a five-minute break, and we're going to come back with the opinionated topic of the week, which is my testimony. And um, we'll be right back, this is the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae, Uh, stay tuned. What's going on, everybody? I had to um, take a little food You know, get a little Captain J's and my sister. But shout out to Captain J's, man. Y'all slap. You feel me? Captain J's slap. Shout out to Captain J's. Y'all better go get y'all some chicken. You know what I'm saying? On this Easter Sunday. I hope everybody cooking. On this Resurrection Sunday. I'm sorry. I hope like cooking. You know what I'm saying? I'll get a plate of food later after I get off work. Hallelujah. Fresh, y'all.
1: Yeah. But, um, I want
0: to welcome everybody back to the show. Um, I will be. Now, I might get emotional during this part. Um, uh, because this is one of my testimonies, I, I give these regularly. Um, sometimes on my shows, and I wanted to dedicate this opinion topic of the week to just giving my testimony because I am celebrating um, <clears throat> uh, a year giving my life over to Christ. And I know a lot of y'all are like Ty, you crazy? Like what? Like you didn't? You don't sound like it. You don't talk like it. But I did and um i'm still a work in progress absolutely i I will say that to this day and i will say that to the day that i die that i'm still a work in progress but um it's what i have gone through through this year and how good god has been to me over this year and what i have seen in his power and even how i am to see how he has blessed me when so many have You know, counting me out, he always kept me in. So, um, I want to start first by saying I have. uh, I think I posted. I don't think I. I haven't. I haven't posted a blog um, post in a minute because my website is getting done. But I have posted on my webs on my blog um, that I have been going that I was going through at that time. You know, a lot of things that was. That were keeping me away from, from understanding God's purpose for me, and I remember, I remember coming after graduation. I remember going back to, uh, back down to Detroit, and then you know I came back up to Grand Rapids, Allendale area, and everything just was not right, you know. And it was be, and it was really because I was making moves. Without consulting, I wasn't. I was making moves without consulting Christ first. You know, I wasn't making. I I was. I was. I was moving up uh, really ahead of him. You know, really making these moves and not consulting with him about those moves. And I would just be like, all right, I'm about to move, and just off of emotion. I I based my. I, I. I used to base my a lot of my. Damn near all of my major decisions off of my emotion. And I would have to learn the hard way that that was not the right move, right? So come, come about last year, March, I hit a breaking point, right? I, hit, I, I broke. I broke. Uh, it was to the point where bending went to breaking and I broke. And I kid you not to this day, I will shout them out to the rooftops. Cordell, Patrick, and Chantel. Those three were the ones to pull me. And and my best friend Amber. So those four were the ones to literally sit me down. And I remember my best friend calling me and saying, just let it out. You feel me? And I just cried to her and I just said best friend, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm lost. I, and I said this to Chantel and them. I said this to Cordell I said this to Patrick they was all in the room and it was just like bro what's up what's wrong bro and they know me and, and as, as as they know me I'm always the one to you know, you know check them and get them together and you know not and I was at a place right then where I wasn't really checking myself right I wasn't really checking myself and everything because I thought that I was all good you feel me if that wasn't the case and God broke me down you feel me he showed me that no you can break just as as strong as you think you are I can break you just like that and he broke me and I sat there and I don't know what just came over me I flooded tears flooded tears and I said y'all I'm broke I don't I don't know what to do I don't know where to turn I don't know what's going on period and I just remember them just hugging me, loving me, just being like, "Bro, we got you. Don't worry about nothing." God got it. That same day, Chantel invited me to. Um, <clears throat> she invited me to the prayer garden at the Revolution, and I was like, "You know what? I need this. I need this today. I need this right now." This is a year ago, y'all. Remind you, I need this. I need this right now. And I had doubts. I had doubts. I I I was really that person. And and, and I know y'all listening. Like he 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 really planned. Like no seriously, I was really I was really that person last year to be like I don't know if God is going to listen to listen to me. I have so much on my plate right now, right? I still have a lot, right? But I'm I'm gonna get to that. I have so much on my plate right now, and I don't know if he gonna take it away right away, right? I don't know what's going to happen if I just give my burdens to him. I went into, I went into the prayer garden, and the prayer garden is where at the revolution where you pray for hours. That you sit on a on a pillow, and you just pray for an hour. Just pray for an hour. And I just sat down. I sat down. Da- it, it was it was immediate. I sat down, and immediately as I sat down, I felt I felt so much weight just come off of me and I started to flood tears and started to pray and started to just cast everything to God. I'm giving it all to you because I I can't, I can't do anything else, right? I, I have to give it all to you now. I have to do that. I, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. What I'm doing right now, I, I can't, I want to move forward, but I don't know how. I don't know where to turn I don't know where to go and you are my only source right now I need you right and last Resurrection Sunday um, and I I looked on my calendar it was actually April 9th um, but it's still a year Lord Jesus thank you and April 9th and the revolution actually has the picture Um, I remember Pastor Jerome Glenn after the service you know Basically calling every those who wanted prayer and wanted to be saved and wanted to dedicate their life to Christ um come to the altar and I felt that tug right I felt that tug coming to the altar and God in in the back of my head just said, Go up to the altar it's your time child it, it's your it's your time it, i just I heard it in the back of my head it said it's your time and I went up there and i felt so much love do you hear me like so much love came from my friends being there you know from my mentors being there and and they i i I knew they saw me and i and i felt them just giving me so much love and i went up there and all i know is i dropped to my knees i dropped to my knees and i just started praying i stood up i think they got me on a picture standing up with my hands up and i just flooded tears it was just tears of just lord just pray on me and i don't know i think i think my aka side brother darius prayed over me last year shout out to him um i think it was him but i just remember just getting released I cried, I let all my burdens go because I was stepping stepping into a new place. Right? And that was a time where I was thinking about grad school. That's the time where I didn't know if grad school was going to be something that I was doing. So after after, you know, after Resurrection Sunday and after the Passover, everything started to come into fruition, but I had to work. Right, faith without work is is dead. Right, you know, you have, you can't just be faithful and not work for it. So I had to get back into my system. I got back into where I was, maybe two, three years beforehand, that grind mode. Right, but the difference was, I was consulting with God with every decision When I tell you I consult with God with every decision, now like I consult with Him in every decision that I make you hear what I'm saying like I don't play like it is it is if if he telling me not to move I'm not moving why you not move I'm just not moving because I had to consult with God you feel me like that's just what it is so every consultation I said God I want to do this let's talk and it was like that let's talk let's have a conversation and the thing and, and the way I converse with God is I have a journal that I write my I write every month I write a prayer Every month, or just talk to God every month on how everything is going. And for that, for that, damn near for the first half of 2017, I was writing about I'm not doing well, I'm not having, I'm having problems, and everything like that. Everything started to shift, right? After May, I started to work again. And, uh, once I started working again, I got back on my feet and everything like that. I was, I was feeling it, right? I, I felt it. But you know, problems start to arise. However, it's when you still work in your faith and when you're still going through your faith, you know, working through your purpose and un- knowing your purpose, even if you don't know your purpose, it's, it's, it's going through those trials and tribulations that make you. More that that makes you grow, even past the limitations of what you have already set for yourself, right? So I set all I set limits on myself way beforehand. I pushed beyond the limits that I set for myself right there because I thought that I really was not going to get into grad school. But I said, you know what, Lord, I believe right now in the name of Jesus because I had some. I called one of my mentors literally when I told her I said. I applied for Grand Valley, this is what I I applied for Grand Valley, um, it's Masters of Communications, and, you know, um, hopefully I get in this thing, you know what I'm saying, I, I, I want to go to grad school, I, I want to figure out some more stuff, you know what I'm saying, because I didn't know, you know, I knew I had this company, I knew I wanted to get in this podcasting thing, I knew I wanted to, you know, get my blog off the ground, but I need to hone my skills, my way. I want to do it my way and, and what God sees, you know, his way. You know, what I'm I want to go in his way, you know, do it his way, the way he wants me to do it. And that's it. You know, and if it pisses people off in that way, that's fine. And I remember her literally telling me, literally, I'm, I'm not making this up, literally telling. I was super excited. And she literally put me down. This is what she said. She was like, I feel like you're being lazy up there. Right, and I don't think that that program is even good for you. Right, I don't think that you would do well. I don't even think that you would get in. I said, "Oh, thank you. Oh, I was like, "Oh, okay." And um, that killed my vibe right there. That was that was a test for me because when people back then, when people killed my vibe, I just thought it was just a kill vibe. I thought when you kill my vibe, you kill my dreams. In that moment, that was a test. I realized that that was a test. And I said, hmm, okay. Thanks anyway. And I said, Lord, Lord Jesus. I said, I'm getting to grad school. I don't care what she says. I don't care who says anything. I'm getting to grad school. The... It was August 18th. I'm at work. And I literally was nervous. I remember literally my heart racing because I didn't know if I was getting in and I emailed my um, I emailed my director of the program and I said, I didn't know if I was getting into grad school, you know, the semester's coming up like really, really fast and I have to register for classes. He sent me back and said, Yes, you have been accepted into grad school and you know, I lost my mind. I lost my, mind. I I think I went crazy. I think I I lost my mind in the kitchen. I'm going, oh
1: my god! I got in the grass pool let's go.
0: You feel me? And you know, I had to meet certain requirements and get the grades and everything. And this, and, and and I did that right. When I put it on Facebook or when I put it blasted out on social media, I remember her commenting under it and said, "Well, I see you did what you, you know." You set out to do, you know, and I think she put like a little heart emoji. It wasn't a congratulations or nothing. And under the comments, I said, um, well, yeah, your, your words are continuously and still to this day. Her words continuously push me to to literally um, just say, just just break the limitations that you put on me and that I even put on me because I had the same mentality that you have, but I don't have it anymore you know what I'm saying? So fast forward to now, you know, after I broke even more limitations that first semester because I didn't think I was going to do well that first semester, but I got all Bs, I got my first 3.0 that first semester and I was like, "Oh my god, that's great." But I knew I could push myself even more. Right? I knew I could push myself even more to the to the pat, pat- the limits that I knew I could go. And I said, Lord, even if I put even in 50% of my just time and energy into my work, I can get, I can get an A. So just imagine how much I can put into a hundred percent, right? 30% got me two B's. So if I put in a hundred percent, what's up? So I said, I said from this moment forward, I said, we are going hard from that point. When I made that distinction, on new year's I said we're going hard that's period grad school Not we get all A's this semester and as we speak right now my semester is three weeks from now and I have all A's in my classes I intend to keep those all A's by even passing the limits that I have you know you feel me but it was at that moment that I said I started to work out more right I committed to working out I've committed to getting you know Going to the gym every day, six days a week, w- doing my warm-ups, push-ups, curls, um, just, just just getting my body right, getting fit, getting more into me, um, making sure that I'm more aware of my platform, and my podcast. I put these, these goals in place and I set out for these goals because like Pastor said today, you have to believe before You you have to believe it before you can see it. And I believe in everything. Right? It was at that moment last year where I became a believer. And I gave my life to Christ. And as I sit here right now, all I can say is thank you, Lord. Like, you rebuilt my foundation. Like, God rebuilt the foundation that was me. And people still look at me and I was, it's like, you still in Allendale? I am. I am. Is that a problem for you? Is that a problem? Why is me doing what I'm told by my God affecting you? Oh, because it's not what you want me to do. Oh, it's because it's not how you want to perceive me. That's fine. That's fine. You look at me how it is, right? I have been through a lot, still going through it. But it's my faith and my work that keeps me going. Do I have those days where I break down and I cry? Hell yeah, I do. Because it gets hard. It gets hard. Like, it be days where I don't want to go to the gym. But I have to go. Right? I want to go. Because I want to build that foundation. Right? God has taught me about failure. You know what I'm saying? Failure is just a, 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 a strip of away from success. You feel me? I have to fail a lot. And I have failed a lot. I'm still going to fail a lot. But I've seen so much success in my past failures. You feel what I'm saying? And the thing is, I've stayed so consistent with everything that I'm doing so far. And I want to continue that. That's why when I was in church today, just looking at everybody who gathered to the front to get saved by Christ all I could just do was just smile and give them that same joy I want to say um, that when I went to the prayer garden um, this week uh, Thursday I went to the prayer garden and I'm, I'm, I'm I sat down and I'm like alright God we here what's up you know what I'm saying what's good you know like I talked to that's how I talk to Jesus you feel me you have I feel like you gotta to talk to God how you really talk to your friends, you know what I'm saying? Like there's, there's no method of how you talk to God. I, I, that's, that's just me. You know, I'm just an open book and I talk to God the way I talk to God and don't stop my blessings. It, it really does not trust me. Um, but you have to also, there's also parameters in that. Right. So I sat down and I got right into Mo. I got right into my spirit, you know, got focused into him and I just started to pray and as i'm praying i just feel tears coming down my face and they weren't tears of sorrow or sadness of hurt they were tears of joy because i remember where i was a year ago in this spot and i remember those tears of hurt and pain that i was in right there and i <clears throat> and i remember how i was so broke and how he rebuilt me rebuilt my foundation a stable foundation in which i can now build upon right you rebuilt. The man you rebuild a man who was so broke a boy that was so broken and rebuild him into a young man who is so thankful and so exuberant and loving himself so much more. You understand what I'm saying? So while I was there, all I could do was smile and just have so much joy in my heart. But as I'm as I'm listening to my prayer warriors and my brothers and sisters around me, I, I hear them hurting. I hear them crying, and I hear them, you know. The same way as I was last year, you know what I'm saying. I hear them, and I said, "Well, God, how how can I be of a help, right?" And God just started just started to go through me, and I started praying for everybody else. I said, "Lord, I want you to feel. I want you to fill this place with your presence right now. I want you to, um, I want my prayer warriors and my brothers and sisters to know that I was in the same predicament." And that you are right here, ready to pick up the pieces with them because they have nowhere else to turn to. They literally are turning to you because they are broken. They are literally right. And I'm going, 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 just praying over people because I'm smiling at this. I'm, I'm bringing. I just have my hands up, just praying, just going. I remember praying over my PB. I, I it was just crazy. So we got up, I remember one of my friends came over, she was like, you were pressing me. And Chantel came over to me, you were pressing me. I said, what? I was like, because you know, when when you come, when you step into, I guess a now obedient role, you know, as I look at it a year now, obedience, i learned a lot of that. Um, You step into a world of just, now you're doing for God, right? And in that moment, I felt, and I'm not going to lie, I, t- I, I, I talked to God about this, I was like, God, I don't know if I got the authority to, <laughs> you know, I don't know if I got the authority to, you know, be, be, be praying, you know what I'm saying, like I pray over people, but in this moment, I felt like I was just ministering, you feel me, it was more than just prayer, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was like a minister, and I just said, I, I don't, I don't know if I got that authority yet, but God was like, you're my, you're a king's kid, which means you are royalty. So you do have that authority. And I said, okay, God, well, I'm putting my hands out and I'm about to pray over them. And that's what happened because, you know, like one of my friends said, she was like, I was just going to come and just feel the spirit. But you just kept pressing me, pressing me, and pressing me. And I thank you. And I was like, wow. So as that testimony, as I come to a close of the testimony, I just want to say that wherever you are, like, look at me.
1: Like, really
0: look at me. If you know me, if you listen to my podcast, this has not come easy. This is not easy. This is never easy. When I tell you this is never easy, it's never easy. But you gotta keep pushing. I've learned so much over this year about myself, about how I move, how I. How I work, how just just all around me, right? Loving me more, appreciating me more. You understand what I'm saying? Like God has rebuilt this this little boy who really thought he was a man into a now young grown man, and all I can do is be thankful. And be humble and just bask in this. Because as, I, as I'm in church, I'm just like, dang, I got saved a year ago. Right? And I'm looking at my brothers and sisters like, yes. He he's already working. You walked there right now, you already did the work. He's already working. Continue to work. You can, I don't want y'all to lose the work ethic. Faith without work is dead, and you have to keep pressing. When it gets hard, keep pressing. When it gets tough, keep pressing. We gotta keep pressing, right? That's it, man. And I just wanted to give my testimony, man. I hope y'all have a good week. I just want y'all to have a good week, man. Just have a great week, cause I'm having a great week. You feel know I me? Mean? Like it's gonna be a great week. Um, I thank y'all for tuning in with me like i just feel so much joy my like i just feel so much joy on my heart right now i it just ah, I'll stop it y'all just it just, ah, just feels so much joy um i hope you all have a great week i thank y'all for tuning in with me um check out like i said i want to thank all um of my co-hosts for last month uh like i said in the first half i want to thank everybody for coming through uh frequent flyers um, apologetic Bryce. I appreciate y'all, man. Really, really do. Uh, we will be having another co host month in May. So, if you would like um, to be a co host for the month of May, reserve your spot. Um, there are. Let's see, let's see. Let's see how many Sundays we got in May. We have. One, two, three, four. We got four Sundays in the month of May, so you better reserve your spot really, really quick. And like like I told, you know, all the calls that came through, just have fun with it. You feel me? I'm 420 friendly, but I respect those who are not. And we will just chill and have a good time. I can get, We can get some wine or something like that. If you drink a little something. Listen, we just have a little good time. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's what the podcast is for. You know, just to have a good time on some crazy, but good, um, some crazy topics that need to be talked about. Um, and I just appreciate all the love that y'all have just been sending me. I appreciate it. Like, continue that love. Um, my website will be coming soon. My my boy, Super Duper Vic, shout out to you. My man who did my flyers, I'm, my flyers. Wow. <laughs> my uh, logo, shout out to you, bro. You darky. The, you the best, bro. Um, shout out to uh, my PB, Brie Capri, and her Brieve Love Glow Hat. Them boys been selling like crazy. I need to get me one, cop me one before she sell out. For real, for real. But I got uh, We need to get a sponsorship together. Hey, 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 Brie we <laughs> no I'm just playing. But shout out to her, shout out to her new logo. That logo is fire, you feel me? Shout out to them, shout out to your creators. Um and yeah, man, we will be back next week. I hope y'all have a great week. I hope your Easter Sunday was wa- amazing, amazing. <laughs> amazing. And um kick it with me next week. We will be back next Sunday, you feel me? and yeah i love y'all stay stay humble and protect your peace at all costs you hear what i'm saying you feel me protect your peace people i love you peace out